When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hey there, guys. Welcome to Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you can put your ears in. There's a classic intro, guys. Welcome back to Only Stupid Answers is the best damn podcast you could put your ears on. DJ Sam here. Yes. There's DJ. He's yeah. already your right. You can listen to him over there. Uh, we're here to talk about movies, TV shows, and comics. And today <laughs> we have a very special guest, Miss Trisha Hirschberger. That's Trisha Hirschberger. Trisha, thank you so much for coming on with us. Thank you guys for having me. I love that intro. I oh. thought you were calling yourself DJ Sam like you're a DJ. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, DJ Sam. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, wait, you have to introduce DJ. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, gotcha. That happened I, already. I always think about warning our guests about how Sam intros, but I'm like, no, no. No, I thought just about it, it too. Yeah, just let it happen. Um, I was yeah. about to before I started. I was like, no, I need a countdown. Yeah, I think exactly. she got that something <laughs> was going to happen. <laughs> but guys, I figured it out. Uh, but guys, uh, you can listen to this on a multitude of platforms specifically iTunes that's the one Spotify there's another Google Play Music love that one Stitcher mm-hmm. Audio Boom love that one too Overcast the, yep. Player FM <laughs> yeah and it's, too. At this, it's at this point that I'm kind of like and, and more and more hey hell yeah you yeah. guys are everywhere we yeah, try it's pretty fun yeah. uh, guys thank you so much for supporting us last week we had our uh, first ad read like, I did. Oh yeah. I got all the clothes and yeah, I got comfy. my clothes too. <laughs> yeah. It was very Congratulations. cool. Congratulations. Yeah. We're exciting. legit. We've made it, sort of. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah everyone was very supportive online. And yes. so it was very nice. Oh, that's really good. Because I think mm-hmm. you always fear as a content creator that, like, the second you do an ad, everyone's going to be like, solo. No. Like, really no. About no. It. It's how we make stuff. That's how we keep that's doing that's things. That's how <laughs> we can do this. Yeah. I always try to say, like, for everyone who complains that my audio is not stellar in my videos, mm-hmm. Every time I do a little ad plug, I'm one step closer to that microphone yep. I want that's going to make and it And then everything will be magical. Like, yeah. maybe we could do videos in the future. Don't if we... <laughs> I'm not saying it's going to happen. Like, don't, no, promise don't, don't, don't promise it. Don't promise I'm not... <laughs> I'm just saying, it really, anything could happen. Yes. And that's the premise of our sh- No, it's not. <laughs> that's why our podcast is called Anything Can Happen. Welcome to. Welcome we just talk about anything, anything that can happen. But guys, you should hit us up on social media because we like talking to you guys on Twitter. It's only stupid answers, but what do we do, DJ? We yank out the vowels from stupid. That's what we why? Do. It wasn't enough space. It doesn't fit. And I then, get it. But uh, Instagram and Facebook, that's only stupid answers. Really easy there. We put our fan art, do all fun uh, interactions like that. But uh, we love to read. Yes. Reviews. We love to read. From iTunes and reading. Yeah. Love to read. Uh, we have a couple of them here. Five stars, guys. We always like when you do the five stars. But uh, we have one from House Elf. Uh, that's, an, that's good. That's appropriate. Uh huh. Uh, hella proud. Five stars. Good job, Sam and DJ. I'm not even super into comics, but I look forward to every Monday to listen to you guys. Keep it up. We uh, will. We shall. We also have. Uh, Massive tards. Okay. Mm. Mm, <laughs> Good stuff. Five stars. Uh, it's always nice. <laughs> it's always nice to listen to people nerd out and geek co- about geek culture. Whenever I can do it with, whenever I can't do it with my friends. Very organic and funny dudes, and super glad I stumbled upon it. My only regret is not finding it sooner. Sad face. Wait, well, did now you it's a happy face? Did you stumble upon this? Like you don't like you didn't have 
Did you just find it? Us? That's cool. What if we ran an ad for this? That'd That's be cool. That's really cool. I don't, where would we run an ad for Let's us? get somebody from Adult Swim I'm to su- make it. There you yeah. go. There you go. <laughs> On other podcasts. Yeah. That's good just point. Just be like, if you finish listening to this podcast and you want to listen to more cool podcasts, head on over. Well, yeah. I was just on... Uh, I don't know when it goes up, but I just did a geek history lesson with Jason Inman. Oh, yeah. I did one of those. I did it yeah. about Flashpoint. I did one of those about Dumbledore. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Also appropriate. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's a good boy. But Trisha, what have you been up to? Oh, my gosh. I've been up to a little bit of everything. So I do a, uh, a tech show for Kingston that's called DIY in Five, and it's like five easy tech tips, not overwhelming tech tips. So for people who are like, oh, man, my iPhone's constantly out of storage and I can never update it. Girl, mm-hmm. I'm so mad. It's like, okay. Hey, here's five really simple tips to fix that problem. I'm like, going to look up a different that project. after. I'm going yeah, right? to go look at that. One yeah. of my favorite ones that I constantly go back to the script for all the time to remind myself is five uses for an old Android tablet. Really? Yeah. And like some really good stuff. Like here's an easy way to turn an old Android tablet into a security camera for the front of your house. Say what? The That's whole the whole cool. tablet? You it, make it like a little camera? It, it, there are so many cool things <gasps> that you can do with old tech. And so anyway, so that's just like a little sampling. And some of it, I think right now we're doing like basic DSLR settings for people. Like what is ISO? Let's break it down. Here's yeah. five things that you should know about ISO. Um, so yeah, it's really nice and really accessible for people and still lets me do my tech stuff, which makes That's me happy. Cool. And then I have a couple shows on Geek and Sundry right now. So nice. I'm getting all of my tabletop glory. Yeah, One show cool. that's a role-playing show. Um, so, uh, it's, I think right now we're playing 7th C, 2nd edition, but we were playing Werewolf the Forsaken and before that Pugmire. And so it's kind of like a, if you did D&D, but Quantum Leap, so you're constantly cool. jumping to a new type of game. That's cool. So you have like four or five episodes or whatever the story arc is in one campaign, and then you, the souls of your characters jump to a new campaign. Okay, that that's what I was about to ask. Really that's cool. cool. Yeah, it's really neat. So like we have overriding alpha characters that are our main characters, and then within each system we have beta characters. So it's like... You know, your one character is this thing, and then you find yourself in the body of something completely different with different skills. That's mm-hmm. cool. That it's sounds like a really lot of fun. fun. It's really fun. So we do that live every Wednesday, and now the old episodes are going up on Geek and Sundry's YouTube channel, which is great. Uh, and then I play a game called uh, Brick Battles, mm-hmm. which is a Lego tower de- tower defense tabletop oh. game. Oh. So we legit are like adults that throw Legos at each other's castles and hey, try to knock down each other's castles. Lego's amazing. It's amazing. Lego's so amazing. Cool. It's no, amazing. We were talking about it. What was that one that you found that was like, <laughs> it's too much money, but we want it really bad? Ooh, uh, the Batman. Yeah, they yeah. made a, they made a Batman 66 Batcave. Hell like, yeah. All, like the old show. Hell yeah. And it's got the Wayne Manor and Bruce and uh, Dick can like ride down the pole and become Batman and it? Mom. It's $300. Of course it is. It's yeah. Legos. Um, there was a day when I was here, uh, when I was working at SourceFed, um, when Steve Zaragoza and I actually left work early just to go buy the Ecto-1 set that came out. Oh, that yeah. I, I remember it. that. Yeah. yeah. I get, and it was expensive. We were like, it's a $60 Lego set. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Exactly. <sighs> I felt the same way. I've got the Doctor Who TARDIS. Yeah. And the cool so thing good. with Legos is is you're, you're building your toy. So, like, you build the inside of the TARDIS and then it has the exterior that breaks off and becomes the police box on its own nice yeah oh. and it came with two different doctors uh-huh. it's, it's cool. so cool it's and so pro legit. tip pro tip for everybody out there looking for love excellent date night activity 
Legos, there you really? Go. Get a new Lego kit that you're stoked for and mm-hmm. be like, hey, I thought we could build this together. You want to build the International Space Station? I mean, <laughs> some, that's what I want to build. Some, <laughs> some ladies and dudes may not be into it, mm-hmm. but I've always I thought it was a great experience because then also you get to see how you how well or not well you work with yeah. the mm-hmm. other person. That's I agree. Good test. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, uh, me and my wife played uh, Portal 2 nice. from time to time, Ooh. and that was a good, like, you got a good How gauge. well do we work, to, yeah. Yeah. work together? Yeah. Have, have either of you played uh, Overcooked yet? No, what is that? <sighs> oh. I'm dying. I'm dying <laughs> to do like a couple stream and just have any friends that are couples that want to come over and do it because it's either going to make people want to murder each other mm-hmm. or work together fantastically. Basically, you're running a kitchen together. Mm-hmm. That um, so it's like stressful. the stress of running a kitchen. But um, I got to play it a little bit on Geek and Sundry's Co-Optitude and uh, with with Ryan Day, and he's a total sweetheart. But he and I have a very like sibling esque friendship, which is great because the show was originally him and his sister Felicia. Um, but it, yeah, so we had to like run a kitchen together, and it's like, all right, I need you to chop the onions, and I'll go get the dishes, clean the dishes. We don't have any clean dishes. Oh my god, it's gonna burn! Uh, you let the stove catch on fire. It's okay. I'm gonna run and get the fire extinguisher. I got it. I got it. I got it. It's that. There's a video in, like, game. A, yes. Oh, okay. In a timed, yeah. It's that in a timed levels. And I thought it was like improv, and you have to like. Like pretend I'm like, no. oh my god, it killed me. <laughs> this is awful. No, that, it's a video game. It's very pitch funny. For that video game reminds me of every time Sam tries to convince me to watch Black Mirror. Like, like, man, I'm watching the show. It's amazing. It's so awful and depressing, but you should totally check it out. Yeah, well, like, you're going to need to take a oh, day off of work after you watch one episode of it, but go ahead, try it. <laughs> Wait, man. DJ, have you seen it? No. No. Almost. You have. Oh, no. I've watched DJ all of it. DJ has not. Not yet. Mm-hmm. I have not, for the same reasons DJ yeah. hasn't. I'm terrified. I mean, I mean. You love tech, though. It's I'm all about too. tech. I know. I've been, well, I've been watching Westworld like it's my job. There you go. I have not. I've not <laughs> watched go. that. Westworld's really good. I figured <laughs> as soon as it's done, I'm going to sit down and watch it all night. I'm going to come into work and be like, guys, do you know that this is amazing? I did the I same thing watched, with Smallville. I just, wa- well, <laughs> I just watched the original Westworld movie. And? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's fine. what I've heard. It's, it's okay. The, right? the, the <laughs> setup's really good. And mm. then when you're, you're the whole time, you're like, man, I can't wait for shit to get down, go down. I can't wait for shit yeah. to hit the fan. And then it happens, you're like, oh, that's, that's, that's it? it? That's yeah. all that happened? Uh- <laughs> that's it? It's fine. The Itchy and Scratchy uh, version of it on The Simpsons is pretty good. There you go. Yeah. Have you no, seen that one? No. Oh, they go to Itchy and Scratchy Land and all like the- I wasn't allowed to watch Simpsons when I was a child. Oh, the, the Thanksgiving marathon. It's people, right? Uh, it is. <laughs> I'm it sorry, is. guys. Okay. That was what we did as a, like, a family thing. Yeah. We just watched Die Hard and Simpsons. There you the go. Christmas episodes. Wait, you were allowed to watch Die Hard as a kid? Yeah. That was a Christmas See, was... movie we watched. It wasn't, weren't those rated R? Yeah, yeah, my mom was like, hey, don't watch this. And we would just sit down and be like, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. My dad would always, my, I had more of a stay-at-home dad, so he'd be like, come on, we want to watch this movie. So like, we'd watch it. Got it. Yeah. But whenever, we'd watch SVR, like Law and Order, but in, in the beginning is when all the violent stuff happens, so it'd always be like, and cover the eyes, and then okay. cover the that ears. That was my yeah. favorite thing when I went to go see Men in Black. Uh, remember when he kills the um, exterminator? Yeah. That was when I was in the theater, my mom was like, okay, and oh, we're yeah, going to yeah. cover your eyes, all right, and now you can watch the rest of the movie. <laughs> so funny. My yeah. favorite thing that my parents did was we would like VCR record movies mm-hmm. uh because it was back when vcrs were the thing but she would be while she was recording it in real time because it was on tv yeah she would just hit pause on the vcr during the not so appropriate parts yeah. mm-hmm. and then unpause when they were over weird so my recollections of movies are skipping whole scenes yeah because they just weren't in my, <laughs> like i love big with tom hanks uh-huh. yeah that sexy scene was never in my recording it's not in so, so, like, version in your brain yeah mind <laughs> blown or like the original
original Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. there are parts of that movie that I watch now and I'm like, what? what? How was this in the movie? Because yeah. I just didn't have it in my copy. Well, that's the funny thing about watching. Bill Murray gets blown by a ghost. Is that what happens in that? Uh, uh, Dan, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd does. I have very little memory. Yeah, yeah. That that. Was, uh, it's <laughs> funny going back to those old movies because PG meant a very different thing back in the day. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you look at um, Poltergeist when the guy's ripping his face off. And Ugh. granted, it does not look realistic, but it's like... No, I I watched that when I was an adult because I had only seen the end and it like the ending was like really scary yeah. for me. But then I watched that again. And I was like, oh, this yeah. would have diffused a lot for me. Yeah. This, that Wait, part you didn't think it was horrifying. No, because I saw it as an adult and I think as a kid it wouldn't. Those things never fake like the like yeah. fake effects like that. If it yeah. was like illustrated, that was scary. But it, when it would you tried to mix like real world and like the practical effects, my eye like I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Yeah. Still enjoyed it, but it was just like it didn't scare me. Yeah, yeah I saw it as a kid and mm. to this day I'm like, nope, I don't want to watch Poltergeist again. Thank yeah. you. Maybe if I went back and watched it as an adult now I'd be less scared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I've never seen the grudge or ring, but I saw the ring versus the grudge at okay. Fantastic Fest. <laughs> and I think I got the gist of what happens in those movies. Yeah. And that movie is amazing. Yeah. I highly recommend it. But uh at the beginning of these shows we like to talk about what we're into, what we're mm-hmm. this week specifically so, uh, Trisha, have you been reading anything, seeing anything new, maybe movie, TV show? Yes. Yeah, so the big thing I'm hooked on right now, uh, because I just moved a little ways out of Los Angeles, so mm-hmm. I'm driving a lot more. Uh, I've been audiobooking a lot of my favorites from back in the day, and I'm re-listening to the Dark Tower series right now. Nice. Cool. In anticipation of the movie? Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm, uh, yeah, of course. Because of, well, we don't know where the movie's going to fall in yeah. the books. Yeah. There's hypotheses from the trailers but I feel like that's a whole nother separate podcast topic for you guys <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah so I'm most of the way through re-listening to the fifth book The Wolves of the Kala right now nice. um, and I'm just I'm loving it and uh, and you know I got my husband listening to it too and he's never read the books I've never so read it so he's going through it for the first time oh he should mm-hmm. ah, I'm so jealous of you getting to experience it for the first <laughs> time um, and so we're just making dark tower jokes around our house that's All the cool. time. It's very Bunch fun. Of nerds. It's a good time. <laughs> good damn time. <laughs> so there's seven books, right? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. It's been so long since I've read them that like there's so many things that I'm like, oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that I'm re listening. How to do them. you feel about the casting of the movie? I'm very interested to see what they do with it. Cool. Um, you know, I'm ve- I'm very open to it. I-, I don't have strong feelings one way or the other. I in my Head, um, Clint Eastwood was mm-hmm. always the gunslinger, but I think that's because they even say there's like in one of the books where they even say like they look at a Clint Eastwood movie poster and they're yeah. like that looks like Roland. Yeah. Mm. So like <laughs> that's yeah. what I always thought. But I'm like, cool, I'm open to it. Let's yeah. do it. The cast that they've announced so far are all really strong actors. Yep. So I'm excited. I some people there has been a couple people who have tried to explain the generic plot of what's happening oh, a little can't bit. Even. Yeah. and I'm like I don't every time it's different and I'm like someone like there's I, I don't want to say because in case I don't want to spoil right. anything but it's just like I'm like there's that picture of the horn that they posted online and I was like that's gotta mean something but I don't really know what yeah. it means and like that's yeah. it yeah no, just, just listen to it I got yeah. into the... should I listen to it first or should I go see the movie and then go through and like fully experience uh, I like to read first okay. I would say but... if you're this close because there's a lot to get through before yeah. the movie yeah. comes out I would say watch the movie because you'll probably enjoy the movie more oh that's true though. and maybe uh, I can associate them to the book and it might make it better I don't know. Um, yeah I don't know I got I started reading the first one mm-hmm. and it it's very dreamlike 
like th- it's it's like you're reading western that takes place in a dream with mm-hmm. the, how mm-hmm. logic works mm-hmm. so yeah. it's, it would be hard to describe it's it's like every every book is very different first of all like in tone mm-hmm. yeah. so it kind of feels like a different story even though it's the same continuation of the story it's and i think that's really fascinating mm-hmm. just because stephen king took years off in between writing each book so yeah. like every book is a little bit of a different style uh, but yeah, I, I know lots of people that listened to the first book, The Gunslinger, and didn't really dig it, mm-hmm. and then listened to the second book and were really hooked, um, cool. or read the second book and were really hooked. So yeah, it's it's whatever works for you. But I always encourage people like go go a couple books deep. That's actually I uh, I read and then listened to the audiobooks for The Dark Tower when I drove across the country to move to L.A. Oh. When I moved from Pennsylvania to L.A. That's a long That's drive. It is a long, That's a long drive. Bring those audiobooks, yeah. yeah. kids. Do you like other Stephen King books or do you just like Dark Tower? Uh, when I was younger, I read a lot of really scary books. Mm. Um, and I say really, I know, you're like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. uh, and I, maybe this is why I'm such a scaredy cat now. I don't know. <laughs> but back then I was like, yeah, Goosebumps are awesome. And Fear Street is awesome. Yeah. If anyone remembers any of those series. Oh, we do. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And then I was like, I love scary books. And went from Fear Street right to Stephen King's It. Mm, went right like to the deep an end. idiot. Yeah. That will ruin your life. <laughs> yeah. And I got through that like first prologue chapter with the kid in the sewer grate and I legitimately threw the book across the (laughs) like the book itself contained evil Uh and I like couldn't go near it and I was terrified and that really curbed my love of scary stories so I haven't really read many other Stephen King things I do appreciate Joe Hill Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Lock I haven't read it. Yeah, but I haven't read a ton of Stephen King. I read Firestarter, and then I tried to read that movie. That t- what was that TV show on USA where the guy could like touch stuff? Dead Zone. Dead Zone. And yeah. I read Dead Zone, and like or what was whatever it was based off of. And man, his writing as a kid, it was like, oh my goodness, this got super sexual really fast <laughs> out of nowhere. And oh my god, a kid's getting hurt. I'm like, I can't. Uh, and like Firestarter specifically, like because it's like the movie, yeah. like the little yeah. girl has powers. And I'm like, I think she just melted a man and they described the entire process right now i'm like i am i finished it and i was like i gotta i gotta go read something else i have to go read my bailey school kids or whatever yeah. whatever Make they were feel a little bit better. yeah i needed something to like wash out what he did to me yeah. and then i'll come back later but yeah i've never really dabbled in there but i think i'm better with him now that i've read all of, or so many of george r, r. martin's books I don't know if I can get through them. I love them. Mm-hmm. I really love those books so much. And so as far as like the sexual stuff and the graphic yeah. violence, like I'm good. No, I'm no, you'll be good. Right now. Uh, but actually the Dark Tower does not have a ton of that. That's good. Like if you're, so. if you're scared, if you're like, well, I don't know how I feel about Stephen King writing, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty different than a lot of other stuff. And like I said, every book is a little bit different in tone. But there are definitely scenes that are reminders of like, oh yeah, shit, this is Stephen King. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and he also references some of his own work in that. Right? Does he? Yeah, I believe so. I believe I believe that's a big part of his... I, I may have... I, if, if he, well, you'll stumble across if he does, again, I've, yeah. it's gone way over my head. She's about yeah. to hit all of the references yeah, exactly. in the next <laughs> part of the book. I, no, I'm sure they're in there. I'm just missing them. No, that's pretty cool. That's I, very cool. Uh, what yeah, did, what are you guys into right now? Well, what did I teach you? You took a week off of work. What did I you did. do doing it? Did I you have did. fun? I did have fun. Mm-hmm. I did have fun. I did a lot of writing. Mm-hmm. But I also saw a bunch of movies that I'd wanted to see. Yay! Which I movie? saw- Doctor uh, Strange? I No, I saw Doctor Strange- Before. Before, yeah, okay. yeah. I saw- uh, what? Did, oh, I saw Moonlight. Nice. Yeah, which is a good movie. So good. I uh, recommend it. I went in almost completely blind. I only knew that the bad guy from Luke Cage was in it. That was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, that's just do that. <laughs> just do it. If mm-hmm. it's in your neighborhood and you got time to go see a movie, just just go see no, it. No, we we can't. I don't feel right talking about it because it's such a special experience to watch. Yeah. And if I say anything, I think it's going to take away from the movie. I don't experience. know anything about it. So it's, if you get a free weekend, okay, it's in theaters. Go check it out. The Great. best I can say yeah. is it's a coming of age story, but okay. I don't think that encapsulates yeah it perfect. This is but. the third movie I've gone into this year almost completely blind. Uh, fourth. And it's been cool. Okay. Yeah, been because cool. Hell or High Water that was which amazing. Is incredible. Rewarding. Didn't mm. see that either. Um, Chris Pine, uh, Jeff Bridges, uh, uh, Midnight Special, nice. Um, and um, everybody wants some, mm. but that was just because. But I already knew the director, so that was a safe bet. Yeah. Um, so I saw that. I saw Rival. Okay. Which I enjoyed. I like that one. I, I liked it too. I uh, um, we were talking about it a little bit before. I don't want to see s- it. No, I haven't seen any of these movies mm, that you're listing no. off. It's. Uh, then we uh, we shouldn't. Yeah, we'll save we it for another right. one. Yeah. Uh, I also saw The Handmaiden, which was directed by Park Chan Wook, who did the original Old Boy. Okay. Ooh. And if you know, if you know, Ooh, if you've listened rough. to this podcast before, uh, every Park Chan Wook movie, I I love him. He's one of my favorite directors of all time. Yeah. Um, there, there's always a scene in every one of his movies that I'm like, ah, was that too far? Was that too <laughs> <scary>? <laughs> and there is there is a sex scene in this movie that is probably the most graphic I've ever really? seen. Now, to be fair, I I think I saw some of Nymphomaniac, but I don't remember seeing all of it. So I don't need there, to see there. Movie. Theoretically, <laughs> I've seen movies with more, but it was like, I was like, is that too much? Is that going to be one of those sex scenes that comes up on the list of like movies where they really well, had sex? Here's the thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I I think contextually it means a lot and it's a beautiful movie uh it's a very dark movie um i just i i i would recommend starting if you're interested in checking his stuff out i believe on hulu you can watch sympathy for mr vengeance and i think that's a good that's a good starting point point. Mm-hmm. and if you're like mm, this is too much uh, maybe don't bother with any of the rest of his work. <laughs> yeah, they seem a little. I saw some people saw Handmaiden at Fantastic Fest this yeah. year, and uh, they were different after. They were like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting because it's, uh, it's it's nowhere near as dark as some of his other stuff. Mm-hmm. It's actually okay. overall very positive. And something I've learned is like you could look at his stuff as very provocative, but Got I it. I think it works because I don't think he's trying to be provocative. I just think that's how his brain works. Mm-hmm. He's not trying to mess anybody up. It's just, this is just how he perceives the world. He's just messed up. Yeah, he's just a little bit messed, messed up. But it's, it's, it's the sex scene's beautiful because it, I think it represents the idea of two people just enjoying each other, and not for the titillation of anybody else. Cool. Which it, it plays into the themes of the movie. And that's as far as I'll go into that. Okay. That's but very so, cool. Uh, uh, Moonlight, just go see. Arrival, just go see. Okay. And maybe, maybe look into it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, do, your, do <laughs> a little research <laughs> do a little to see if you can handle okay. it. Yeah. And if you've liked his other stuff, check that out. And. Yeah, and also watch the original Westworld, which is fine. Yay! Yeah. Yay. <laughs> what about cool. you, Sam? What are you up to? Uh, did I go see any cool movies? Nah, I've been just rewatching Bob's Burgers for the 70th <laughs> freaking time. But I got a bunch of really cool comics, and I wanted to go through those really quick. Mm. I picked up Paper Girls, finally, with Brian K. Vaughn cool. over an Image comic. With Cliff Chang. Yeah. I don't... I, volume 1's out, and yes. Volume two is about to come out. I don't know if I'm fully hooked yet. I pre-ordered Volume 2. Yeah. Just, it's only because I'm left... So far in the dark of like what the hell 
is happening. Like yeah. I get a g- like the gist of it, but I love Brian K. Vaughn so much. I'm going to give him another shot. It's kind of like the Runaways. The yeah. Runaways that for Marvel, like that didn't get me, and I already knew where it's going. So I'm like, you know, I'll just watch the TV show when that comes out on Hulu, okay. and I think I'll enjoy yeah. it like that. Paper Girls is set in the '80s and follows uh, Paper Girls, girls that deliver the paper. Okay. Um, and it's kind of like vibe wise, it's like Gremlins, like a bunch of kids get uh, stuck in a fantastic situation where. Uh, beings from the far future start showing up. Mm-hmm. Cool. And shenanigans and so. That sounds interesting. It, it is. is really interesting. And I it's thought beautiful. It was, yeah. It, it is beautiful. I love that artist. I am going to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really good. I have to be picky with my comics because I don't have a lot of money. <laughs> uh, and I originally thought it was a mini series. I was like, on board. And mm-hmm. then it was like, when it was, I realized it was ongoing, I was like, I can't afford to keep investing Got in this. It. I'll revisit it when it's done. That's yeah. a bummer when that happens. Uh, I do that a lot with series. I'm just going through Fables now. Like yeah. How many years mm-hmm. later? Because yeah. I'm like, I just want to buy the volume. Is that yeah. done yet? Is Fables still oh, yeah. going? No, Fables no, is done. No, it's been done for a while. Okay. Although, I think they're doing a new spinoff. Well, and they did release, after uh, Telltale yeah. made the Wolf Among Us games, they started releasing Wolf Among Us trade paperbacks. So. Oh, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. I wonder what Once Upon a Time is going to steal uh, from next. <laughs> no, be good. Uh, but I also... I also picked up, there's this uh, weird thing on Comixology, it was Justice League, but it had Hellboy on the cover, and I was like, this is fucking cool, and it no. was, uh, I was, I was on sale, I bought it. It's all of Dark Horses and DC's crossovers, so the first cool. issue inside of it is Superman versus Predator, and I'm about to get to Superman versus like the Terminators, and I'm like, cool. it, it's, it is from a different era, and like the only way Superman can take on the Predator is like he goes into the ship for the Predator, and he gets like a virus, so he's like really depowered, nice. and then they have like a fight, and like it's super violent, and so comic booky, but really is really fun. But overall, like I'm like, I don't know. I'm trying to da- like hop into more um, indie comics, which is fun. Yeah, huh? indie comics mm. are awesome. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to do that more because I like I read my. I'm like flipping through my comicsology right now. I'm like I'm reading all my uh, uh, main like Marvel and DC stuff. Like Jessica Jones, like uh, Michael Brian Michael Bendis. Yep. That's that right. The name's got confused in my head. Uh, he came back to do Jessica Jones again, like mm-hmm. an ongoing series, and cool. it's so dark, and it's dealing with this really cool mystery uh, that involves the entire Marvel Universe but it's like this one woman going out and like it's not what she knows that she's gonna find this solution by the end of it but that's not why she's doing it she's just doing it for the money because she wants to take care of her daughter wow. so it's like it's it's a really powerful story that I, I like a lot and I'm looking for a new TV show I'm probably gonna uh, try Sherlock one more time yeah. Wait, I have you don't like Sherlock? It's just I kept falling asleep during the first episode Sam! I know it's really good it's really uh, and the fourth season comes out soon. Soon, soon yeah. I'm yeah. so excited, and no. you'll be one of the lucky people that doesn't have to wait like three years. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Also, Doctor Who came out with a spinoff. It was the class, and I I thought that they were advertising it for it to come out next year, but apparently it's been running this entire time. And I'm like, oh, uh, whoops! I might go pick this up. Like, it, yeah. like Doctor is in it for like a couple episodes, and then like it becomes like a like, there's been a know. bunch of spinoffs in the modern series that I just don't haven't looked at because there was Torchwood obviously but yeah. then there was another one Sarah Jane Chronicles there you go no that's that was mm. Torchwood was for adults yeah. and then Doctor Who's in the middle for like teens and young adults and then uh, Sarah Connor Sarah, Sarah, not Sarah, yeah, Sarah Connor <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the Sarah Jane stories whatever were for children yeah. it was very like light hearted they didn't want to that's fun they didn't yeah. want uh, that's why they didn't put the Doctor in Torchwood ever he never visited that little world mm-hmm. they just kept that separate they have a very in I've mentioned this several times, Torchwood Children of Earth. Uh-huh. They have a very depressing explanation why the Doctor's not involved in that. Really? Oh. Yeah. They brought, oh. It's just, a, it's just a one line. Basically, it's kind of uh-huh. like the the 
the when situations get so big because it's like worldwide panic. Uh, but basically, the idea is that do- the doctor would be so di- disappointed with how humanity's handling it that he's just staying out of it. So he knows of it, but he's it, like, but, I'm going to go ahead and play with Cleopatra yeah, in the past. But, but, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, hum- humanity's really disappointing me right now. It's like, oh, ow. What is the name of the series that's um, Patsy's series from Jessica Jones? Oh, Hellcat. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I want to get into that. That's I've my like next on things. the two read list. I've heard yeah. good things as well. Yeah. Oh, you've heard good things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But none of you have read it yet. No. 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 Uh-uh. no that's I I hear that it's awesome and uh-huh. that I should check it out. And so that's probably next on my list. Very cool. Um, you showed me a picture of Silk, because I like to read Silk. Silk's really mm-hmm. it's a really fun story that she was getting a new costume and that already appeared. Hopefully that doesn't mm-hmm. stay because I was like, unless you guys are reading Silk, like she has like a she has one of the coolest Spider Man costumes yeah. and she can make it out of her webs. Like she cool. doesn't like she just like sprays it on really fast and then goes. Hell yeah! And then she made like she made a new one. I don't know how she apparently can change the pigments of it and yeah. just like make any kind of costume she wants. Badass. Yeah. yeah. And she's like a ghost <laughs> boyfriend, and it's yeah. like a mystery with J. Jonah Jameson and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I know a it's lot of fun. people are cosplaying Silk right now. That's yeah. a very popular one. Yeah, it's pretty easy. It's just a little like the unitard with the mm-hmm. face mask, and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. No. But uh, that's all what we're into this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're about to get into the main topic of today's episode. What is that? It's Fantastic Beasts. It's <gasps> a new entry in the Harry Potter world. Uh, built up by J.K. Rowling. Rowling, Trisha, what is it? Which one is it? I always say J.K. Rowling, but I'm probably wrong. Okay, we'll go with Rowling. There That's go. what we're going to go with. That's the That'll con- be the official I, I, Only Stupid Answers pronunciation. I yes. feel like none of us here are from England, no. so whatever we say is going to be, be wrong. It's probably true. <laughs> I've, been, I've been fiercely div- like Com, like uh, attacked for saying either, so I'm yeah. like, yeah. it's JK's. Uh, JK. her, yeah. <laughs> it's her little world, and uh, we're in the 1920s. Visiting Newt uh, Gingrich is what I was gonna say. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. different man, Scamander, <laughs> and his fantastic piece. <laughs> yeah, I kept thinking that throughout the movie. I'm like, oh man, if they were related, that'd be a fun, <laughs> that'd be a fun little tie and whatnot. I think Newt is a great name for Eddie Redmayne. In general. Yes. Yeah, it's yes. true. Uh-huh. He looks like a Newt. Yeah, well, he's always. <laughs> charmingly awkward as hell like yeah. that's what he does mm-hmm. yeah. and Newt is a good like I'm kind of awkward but also very likable dude mm-hmm. yeah yeah he is that is times 10 in this movie he is a, he is <laughs> yeah. very awkward and uh, lovable but well, we're gonna would would I, I was just gonna say it's been it's nice to see him in a more lighthearted role yeah. After the Danish girl yeah. and theory of everything. You mm. know, like it's nice to just see him in a role where he can kind of have fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he didn't have fun in Jupiter Ascending when he was <laughs> bathing in those people's skin bath. Spoilers, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't want to spoil that Did movie. you see that movie? No, I just <laughs> know what he's doing in it and I don't need to watch it. I you don't. Just, you just had it on your, you had uh, Google or it's on Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, so I was saw, like, I was like, I wanted to know about the movie, so I just sat there and I was like, we all wanted to like it. We all wanted to want to see it. There's dog people. There's bee people. Sorry. But before we get into spoilers, Bam. we're going to do some non-spoilers. Uh, we got some non-spoiler tweets here Ooh, to get us started. Like uh, Cure Clark at Why Flamberry, I think. Uh, yeah. I loved FB so much. I'm so excited to see the expansion of the HP world. I hope they can keep it up for four more movies. Agreed. Four more. Now, see, do you really feel like agreed, Sam? Or are we going to read some more tweets before uh, uh, we get we into the meat and potatoes more, of that? We yeah. have one more tweet. I'll read that really quick. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll do our spoiler free thoughts. Yeah, spoiler yes. free. Uh, Alex at Polls Check says, as someone who hasn't watched the Harry Potter movies and was driven by nostalgia, I thought it was fun, but kind of meh. Okay. Mm, now we're going to get into it. Trisha, you're our guest. <laughs> yeah. uh, go ahead and kick it off. Uh, spoiler free. 
Yeah. What'd you think? Okay, I'm going to be the Paula of this American Idol panel today. Yay! Um, and I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm, now, yeah. uh, I'm going into it thinking that this is the no- this is the next first movie into a five-movie arc. You know, it's it's not the eight that we had for the original Harry Potter. Yeah. But we're getting things started. So what I'm looking for primarily when I go into this film is are we building a world that I'm interested to stay in? Yeah. And are there characters that I feel like I like enough mm-hmm. to watch throughout this many movies? And to both of those questions, this answered yes to me. Cool. I had a fun time when I saw this movie. Do I think that this is the most amazing movie that I've ever seen? Not necessarily, Mm -hmm. but if you look at the first few Harry Potter movies, I don't think that they compare to the latter ones either, Mm -hmm. you know? So am I excited for what this could mean? Yes. And in that, I think the movie was a success. Okay. Now I remember, I think my favorite Harry Potter one is the third one. I think that's my favorite with the time turner. And it's, uh, what's his name? Who's the director? That's the one, because I just love that direction and all the camera movements he would do. That was really cool. Um, But for Fantastic Beasts, I... Uh, let's be honest. I I didn't I didn't enjoy it. I enjoyed parts of it for but for the most part I didn't enjoy this movie. Okay. I kind of felt it was they started the beginning of the movie trying to set up a lot of things and I'm like I'm in a, I'm a Marvel fan. I can deal with this. Like <laughs> yeah. I can I can like I can sit down and like take in this information as long as it pays off. And like in the middle it starts to kind of build and you're like okay that's when I started to get into it. I was like okay we're 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 through the we're through the thick of it. Now we can have fun. And, but by the end, I was like, I don't know if a lot of this stuff was worth it in the end. I don't know like if if things paid off, and some characters were kind of confusing for me. Um, and decisions made by characters didn't really make sense. I don't know. I, I yeah, I, I didn't quite enjoy it, but there were parts of it that I do enjoy. I wouldn't pay for, to go see it again, but if it was on TV and I was sick, I'd watch it again. There you go. Yeah. Uh, for me, I was watching. I was like, I feel like there's three different movies going on here <laughs> yeah there's one that's a fun romp to find uh fantastic which Beasts. is really cool uh, yeah they there's one that's the setting up of five more movies four mm-hmm. more movies and then there's the one that's the prequel to harry potter like homaging that and i thought the first one was really cool the fantastic I, the beast, beast one. part i thought the beasts were amazing the beasts were super all creative them, and amazing all of them were were Really lovable and beautiful, and beautiful, yeah. well not, rendered. Not a rehash of what we've seen before. No, no yeah, no, no, no. yeah. There, I don't think there was a single beast that we had because we had some fantastic beasts in Harry Potter. We had yeah. fantastic beasts in Harry Potter, and also as someone who's played D anD D for years, like I'm always associating everything to the Monsters Manual. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there was not anything in there, and then I'm like, oh, that's a blatant rip off of yeah. an yeah. owl bear, <laughs> or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I thought the beasts were my favorite part. Anything that was felt like it was building a franchise or acknowledging a past franchise, I wasn't as into, and it kind of made it feel disjointed to me. Mm-hmm. But the actual beasts, I thought, were great and worth the price of admission. That's also cool. That time period's cool. And a lot of the design stuff was really cool. Yeah, there yes. were a lot of really cool yeah. design things. Uh, personally, I thought it would be fun if they used the time period a little bit more. And like, I don't know how you do that. It just didn't feel like fully utilized. I was like, it, it kind of was like X-Men Apocalypse when it happened in the 80s, and you're like, 
hey, this could be, this is ambiguous time. This yeah. isn't like nothing from this besides their t-shirts say that they're in the 80s. Except and for that mall scene that they cut, which was really cool. Yes, they <laughs> cut that part. See, yeah. and I think there were a lot of really interesting references to the 20s and mm. that was part of the sets and the scenery and how they did that was part of what makes me excited for more movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I want to see more 1920s America. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. let's play in this world more. If this does like a time jump kind of thing, because like I know if over five movies, you got to, you and like, and we're kind of like leading to like, with like other storylines that they set up, right. that it's going to go into like a, the wider world of like wizards. It's like the wizarding be, world, of the, Harry wizard, the wider oh. wizarding yeah. world of Harry Potter. Yeah. But like, it, I feel like it'd be cool if they did some time jumps in the future movies. But that's just things and they, I, think. I think they've said that they are going to skip around a little bit in the that, timeline. That'd, that'd be cool. fun. Mm-hmm. All right, I feel like so. Trisha's yeah. Sam's, I like it. Sam's. Uh, I'm I'm also alone. Uh, Listen, if you like the Harry Potter movies, check it out. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And here's what I would say to people who kind of feel like eh, about it. We are just coming off some of the best Harry Potter films. Like if you just mm-hmm. went through the last one and just came out of Deathly Hollows Part 2, it's no Deathly Hollows Part 2. Yeah. It's not going to be. It's the first installment. But if you sit there and compare it to Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stone, depending where you're from, yeah. um, I feel like it was very comparable no. to that for me. I don't, I don't know if you guys feel the same way of like, you know, like – Okay, so think about think about Professor Qu- Professor Quirrell with Voldemort on the back of his head yeah. and like oh, yeah. this silly stuff in the first movie and what that payoff was and how well or how not well it was done mm-hmm. and how awkward the acting still was. Yet they were setting up this world that we were super excited to play in. Yeah. So I look at this as the comparison to that, mm-hmm. and in that I say yes, yes, on board, on board. Uh, that's that's a pretty good sell. I. Uh, there were parts I liked, not so much other ones, but we can get into the spoiler stuff. Yeah, now. let's get into the spoiler stuff. So this is your, this is your, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, this is your pause. Yeah, you pause this is right the here. disembarking point. That's the there word I was looking, looking <laughs> for. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie yet, go see it and then come back and listen to this part. Yeah. Now. Ready? And, Three, two, one. Okay. And we're going to get into spoilers. All right. First tweet up <laughs> from, uh, spoiler, from Haley Morales at Haley Tron. Did a good job of informing the viewer of the beasts and laws in the U.S. without it feeling like an info dump. I don't fully agree with that because there were points when it was like there wasn't enough information. And then all of a sudden, like, here's everything. And we'll keep going from there. This leads yeah. me to my, the question I want to ask you guys when we're talking mm-hmm. about, do you have a favorite beast? Uh, Who's that favorite? I, I like the Pokeball ones that he would throw out and it would fly the, around. Yeah, yeah. 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 Almost sucked the really dude's cool. brain out. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was like, no, get out of that. <laughs> that and also the beast that they created that could be invisible. And it's like, no, 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 it's invisible and it can see the future. Yeah. So it's impossible <laughs> to catch. And it's like, then I'm like, wait. And he's like, you have to be unpredictable. It's like, how the fuck am I supposed to be unpredictable? Like, I, I it's it. supposed to see me. Yeah. It's, it's so fun. They, which it was really cool, but also it was like, no, it's a caretaker. It's taking care of the big, giant, scary bird <laughs> lizard, which was cool. I don't know the little the little uh, duck kangaroo platypus guy yeah. that just adorably steals everything. Oh yeah, that got a lot of good laughs out of the audience. Yeah, I was yeah, he yeah. was great. It was so sweet because I love that they put the breathing into it because it's like it's always out of breath and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's stop grabbing everything. And I like that it's not even necessarily like oh this is valuable. I yeah. want it. It's just 
straight up that's shiny yeah, yeah. like when he's like stealing glittery things. things off ladies shoes uh, and yeah. stuff amazing if you guys uh sometimes <laughs> i used to work like with them some wildlife for like volunteering and like they always said like don't have shiny things around r- raccoons because no. they're the same and when they oh, grab it worst. they don't let go of it like no. they have a really strong grip and like so it's like forks <laughs> my favorite videos <laughs> online are when raccoons grab people's cell phones and then they always like to clean things so they put them in bowls of water like dog bowls and they like and they leave it there and like I did it. I cleaned your thing for you. There you go. Anyways, sorry. That was the thing I saw. I thought they pulled from for this, and it was really yeah. cool. I think they did. I yeah. liked, That's cool. I like that the Thunderbird had multiple sets of wings. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the Thunderbird was, was cool. Uh-huh. Um, the What was that yo-yo monster thing? The death. I forgot the, the fearful name. death or something. like The screeching death. It was something some... awful, awful. Like, yeah. That was something his name. Evil. Yeah. Screeching second, evil? Yeah, yeah, the second yeah. word's evil, but uh, I forgot. Yeah. I like the blowfish word. lion. Blowfish line was, was cool. cool. I I like the inside. My favorite scene in the movie is when they go inside the suitcase. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. I would That's live the most there. magical part of the yeah. film. Yeah. For I sure. was kind of wondering if maybe what took me out of it was there wasn't a lot of like Harry Potter built toward, towards its darker stuff. This one was like we're already America. Mm-hmm. The Wizarding World in America looks pretty miserable. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not allowed to do anything. But I think that that's really interesting that we're building from a different world where magic is suppressed and we're getting history on what happens in places where magic is suppressed Mm -hmm. and how awful that can be, as opposed to the wide-eyed innocence we got in the beginning of Harry Potter, where, you know, in Britain, they embrace it and it's lovely. You get to go to Platform 9 and 3 quarters and take the Hogwarts Express and we're discovering everything with Harry. Now knowing what we know about how Britain treats magic. I'm glad they didn't retell the same story in yeah. the same way where we're then like wide eyed discovering America. It's interesting to see it now through an adult's eyes, through Newt's eyes, well, mm-hmm. going Actually. into America and seeing that it's kind of dark and gritty here already mm-hmm. before we've even got to the big baddie who we barely see in this movie. But yeah. that's all right. That, I, that actually, we had a tweet that said a uh, similar thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Isabella at. Uh, Decapod Overlord. Amazing. Loved seeing the Wizarding World from an adult perspective, which mm-hmm. excites me uh, way more than the U.S. or the 1920s angle. So it is interesting uh, Interesting seeing just how it kind of... Yeah, don't need to learn new things. It's like the only things that you're learning are just introducing you to the world. And from there, yeah. like everyone's at the top of their game when it comes to magic. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was excited for maybe a few more wand fights. Like besides like just like lights going everywhere. I was like, ah, get, like get crazy. Like when like Voldemort and uh, Dumbledore fight and like yeah. put them in a ball of water. But like, that's them, never like... in the first movie. No, it's no. not. It, it's very true. <laughs> we did get like the cool uh, railways like... Like warping yeah. with the electricity arcing and everything. That was nobody terrifying. Ever, nobody ever uh, brought up the fact that Colin Farrell was just straight up not using a wand half the time. Okay. And nobody was like, hey, man, which, which uh, we're in spoiler territory. Yeah. yeah. There's a reveal uh, right. that apparently Colin Farrell is not even technically, his character's not even in the movie technically, I guess. And it's been Grindelwald the whole time, which <laughs> I feel like the tell is that he's not using his wand and he's using his hand, which is unusual. Uh-huh. And like nobody's like, hey, that's uh, weird. But also, they introduced a lot of like magic stuff. I can forgive that because I like, give them not being wound by it is well, because no, you had people who could not, see the future and if stuff. If it's not part of their culture, uh-huh. like, or maybe there's some kind of magic that we're unaware of. <sighs> that... Well, we have a coworker named Star who uh, uh, was trying to school me on uh, wizarding <laughs> magic in the United States and, and how some so much. Yes. There's so Good much. Job, did you guys? Star. Did you guys like the U- U- U.S. setting, the New York setting? I really did. Yeah. Um, I thought it was cool. I like how they introduced Second Salem 
as not like the overall big bad guy that is Grindelwald, but just this other underlying yeah. kind of negative force and mm -hmm. how that impacts the magic community. Uh, I thought it was really neat, and I, it's always fun to travel back in time. Historical yeah. dramas are super in right now. I thought uh, like Queenie was just adorable with her little twenties haircut. I think and she outfit was my favorite character. She She's might have been sweet. my favorite yeah. character too because she manages to be incredibly appealing and sexual without coming off like you know like kind of trashy at all like yeah. she's just adorable and yes. and she's and she's kind of like not naive but kind of innocent but but on top of it like when the, mm -hmm. when it comes to rescue time like she's on top of it and that's mm -hmm. a that's a very pin quality yeah, and i also liked her dynamic with jacob was that his name jacob, mm -hmm. jacob he was my other kowalski the, or yeah like oh my the, god his the, laugh no match his laugh. Yeah, his the laugh giggle was water was the giggle water was my favorite joke, and it was <laughs> it was like it just snuck out of you. Uh, I think uh, my runner up to the inside the case was the speakeasy. The speakeasy, speakeasy was, really was cool. very that cool. Was very also, cool. so uncomfortable to watch Ron Perlman's little uh, troll uh, elf character mm -hmm. yeah. with the bent back fingers. I was like, yeah. oh, I can't keep looking at his hands. Like, I'm like, I feel so sick. I'm like, I just want to like see if I can grab the other end and bend them back. I need to, I need to fix your hands, please. They I look so it. painful. But I mean, all that stuff is world building, and yeah. it's world building that we haven't seen before. And to that, I'm like, hats off, J.K. Yeah. Like you didn't just rehash the success you've already had. I forgot. I liked the green bean little beast that he would say yeah. in his lapel. Oh, that had like attachment boy. issues. Yeah, yeah, that was very sweet. What and do like, you think that giant does? Which one? There's a giant in the speakeasy. What do you? Where do where, you think he goes? How did he get in? <laughs> yeah, where, <laughs> yeah, how did he? How does he? How did, where did he? Because in the Harry Potter movies, you always got the sense that there's like wilderness around, you yeah. know. <laughs> and like in New York, it's like where? Where do you go, guy? Yeah. Like, how do you? You got to live like, here. Secret tunnels. Like, what well, do you we go? saw that really cool mode of travel that they use throughout the movie. Maybe it's the uh, apparate. Yeah. Apparate. Yeah. The, the apparating. That's cool. They've well, always they they've always made that look really and cool. Quiet because they're not out and about there. Yeah, which I is super cool. It would have been cool to have an explanation of why they're afraid of humans because it looks like you could screw humans up. They they tried to. I explain mean, we a lot. bombs. Huh? That's pretty scary. They someone did say in an interview, or J.K. said in an interview of uh, if a wizard and a man with a gun went up against each other, who would win? The man with the gun would. Because yeah. he can move faster than someone casting a spell. Yeah. So that's why they're scared of them and they like they did explain that like mm -hmm. the Salem witch trials, they were burning us and so but how? Yeah, huh? I, I think how do they that, catch him? Yeah, how do they, they catch did him a good now? job of explaining uh, <laughs> I think they did a good job of explaining the history and I think there's one line in particular that says something like when people are fearful they attack. Mm -hmm. Which is true. Which is true I, and so relevant today. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's a uh, um, uh, the way the movie resolves. It's like that feels very American. What what do we do when we're confronted with something we don't understand? We murder the fuck out of it. Oh my god, they killed it so hard. Okay, but I will say that as a transition, they're like, I was like, I was bummed about that. But there's yeah. a tease yeah. that he's not dead, and he, yeah. ran, he like his little ghost spirit ran away. But Credence Ezra Miller's character was one of my favorite characters. I really liked him in the movie. Really good. Uh, I I, I thought. The whole Shaw storyline didn't need to be there. Like, it, like it built out the human side of things and how people like don't really believe in the yeah. witches, but mm -hmm. there is still a group that does. And then he died, and so it added like it started the mystery. But it was like John Voight's there, and I'm like, man, you got paid a lot to do nothing in this movie. Like you are, you're not doing really mm -hmm. anything. But um, it it did kind of pull me out when Shaw was uncharacteristically mean to Credence. And he said, "You're weird. Like you're a freak." And I was like. Man, you're just asking to die within the first like second half of this movie. Like yeah. you wanna you wanna die really bad in this movie. I, I don't know. I just took that as another layer of 
this is how bad relations are between nomads and witches yeah. and wizards. Mm-hmm. Like, this is how bad it is in America. Mm-hmm. And that's good to know. Like, we're getting that background. I actually didn't feel like there it was too much of an info dump mm-hmm. at all. I agree with the uh, the tweet. You know, I, I felt like it was good and spread out throughout the movie. Now, maybe that's because I've read a lot of the Harry Potter books, so I had a lot of that information coming in, so it yeah. didn't feel like that to me. Uh, but I thought they did a really good job setting up that world, setting up those relationships, explaining the things that we needed to know mm. during the film. Um, what was it about it that made it feel like an info dump to you? Uh, just when we would, uh, things started, where were we? It was an info dump, but it it felt like it was missing pieces, maybe. Mm. Maybe that's what, I'm, that's what I mean. Is like, in the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. things go bad fast. And then the, we're introduced to our female lead, and I, I'm so sorry, can't remember the character's name. Yeah. It's it just, cool that she's an aura, though. It, it was cool, but she can't- uh, like, Don't they call her Teeny? Her sister calls her- Because I want to say it's Teeny and Queenie. Or maybe? It's that Tina? Tina? Maybe it's Christina or Tina or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. She had a black hair a bob. Mm-hmm. And I, was yeah. Like, yeah. I think they refer to them as Teeny and Queenie. That's what I'm remembering. Oh, okay. But uh, so when she grabs Newt, yeah. and then a lot of like stuff is starting to be explained, but no one in the scenes is really having like genuine interactions with each other, specifically when like she takes him in, they see the president and like she's mm-hmm. awesome and like then president's like, super easy to access by the way. Yeah. You can just walk in her office yeah. whenever you want. And I was like, ah, oh, this is an awkward scene, but I don't know why. And like <laughs> and then she goes downstairs to where she's working now and like everything's awkward and I don't know why. But we're like learning things bits and pieces here and there. And then all of a sudden we end up at her apartment. And I'm like, why did we take this man who is a criminal now to her apartment? I think something that benefited the Harry Potter movies is uh, because obviously J.K. Rowling loves her world and loves creating all these things, and that's what makes people really engaged in them. But with the school, you had like a focal point that everything, yeah. like no matter what was happening, like the school year kept going on, and you had certain events that you went back, so it kept like focusing it. Yeah. And I don't know if there was a lot of focus in this. No, movie. we were in New York City. Yeah, I agree. So everything like, it's was a like big sprawling all, play lot. Uh, and there's also some weird uh, editing stuff that was just, especially early on, that I was kind of like that was a weird way to cut like there's the she's about to apparate newt like take him and she's walking up and then there's like three cuts in between like two steps to get to newt and i'm like whoa (laughs) but then they apparate and you're like and then they're basically in the same spot because it's like the same set and then they're there and it's like "Uh, you moved i know you did but like i don't know why that happened but uh it was there were continue with what you have a hand i I, I do i do you guys think we'll stay in because everybody kind of breaks up at the end of the movie do you think we'll go, return to New York for the sequel? Do you think we'll be seeing other parts of Europe? They yeah, said that the sequel is going to be in Europe. They said the sequel is going to be mainly okay. in Europe with okay. Brenda Wald stuff. I want Jacob back. I want Jacob back too. I want and him. How are that... we going to get Jacob? They back, gotta. They and gotta. So to me, that's one of the most heartwarming things, or one of the most em- emotionally provocative things about that film is that yeah. ending. No. And so when people say like, oh, I like the world, but I didn't really care about the characters. I want to say, really? Yeah. No. Like, did you watch the same ending to the film that I did? Because I was, I loved that ending. Jacob, I, that Jacob... Got yeah. man. That's yeah, not he got chipped. I was kind of wondering because oh, it's all it's all Newt's fault. If you yeah. didn't just erase his memory immediately, I'm, you put him through this magical uh, world yeah. and then you took it all away. And not just this magical world, but like you found your soulmate. Yeah, all of it. Yeah, Newt's, I, Newt's I'm not a dick. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a huge Newt fan. I didn't. There's a scene part where he's talking to Jake. And he's like, "Oh, people find me annoying." I'm like, "Yeah." 
mainly. <laughs> but that's okay uh, yeah. with me. I mean, that's true. Not yeah. everyone's going to be the most likable. And I feel like there's plenty of times in the original series where we may not like Harry or Ron or Hermione at specific points in their. Yes. You know, <laughs> exactly. At yes. specific points in their journey and development as children into adults. So maybe we will get to like Newt more as he goes through different things. Yeah. But at least at this point, especially because he calls it out and says, really? Because a lot of people find me <laughs> yeah. annoying. I was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest thing was I couldn't hear him for a lot of the movie because oh, he mumbled. And I was like, he does. Because there's this one part specifically which I was like, oh my God, you sounded like you said something really cool, but I didn't hear what you said. Like, <laughs> oh. it was. Oh, yeah. When he was talking about the war, war, serving the war, and he was like, "Dragon fleet," and I was like, "Dragons? Like you were? You were? Wait, hold on! World War One, you were flying dragons around on like the Eastern Front? Like, say more about, say that louder, please! I can't hear you." And like that part got me kind of annoyed with like Newt's character. I was like, "Just, I was kind of take a break, speak up." You good? I yeah. was kind of wondering with the Jacob thing. Like after eight movies of Harry Potter, where we always break the rules, she's like, "No, there's no exceptions." Like. Screw her! America's like, do you have to? It is different, but different. like, I feel like they could have gotten away with shen- some shenanigans. All I'm saying is, I want Jacob and Queenie to be a thing. I want Jacob back. I think Jacob- the only reason I'd be okay with Jacob back because here's the problem with sequels: whenever a character comes back, they're gonna have to deal with crap. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It, it's the same thing in Mad Max. Is like, I loved. Um, uh, Charlize Theron's character uh, Furiosa I don't want to ever see her in a sequel because that means she has to deal with some more miserable shit I'd like to imagine that she's just happy for the Aww. rest of her life you know what Aww. I mean but I want to so see the only if, reason I'd, yeah. I'd want to not see Jacob's if he's like oh Jacob and Queenie are happily married and they're doing well, that they, cool they tease <laughs> that that could be a thing but yeah. she's going to have to hide her magic and her cool mind reading ability Maybe and then it's going to make a, a Oculus Rift and the, <laughs> what do they call it Obscurial Obscurial oh, yeah. yeah so so basically, hold on. So basically, the wizarding equivalent of blue balls, of magic blue balls, is you murder the hell out of people. If you don't get your, if you don't get your, well, for children yeah. though, like that's because they don't the make it. Because they don't make it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's someone actually tweeted at me and asked if suppress suppression of magic is what causes an obscurial. How come that never happened to Harry? Which I thought was a really interesting question. Yeah, because they said that they died. oh they die before they would ever get notified that they were yeah, they, yeah so the Sudan girl really died at young. like nine or yeah. something. And figure Harry was treated pretty crappy, um, yeah. especially if the Dursleys realized that he had magic and magic was coming out, which we know that it did. Um, so that was an interesting question. Interesting. And to me, I thought hmm. for me, that didn't bother me because I thought it's something where maybe the child has grown up in a magical family. They know that they're magical and they're in a situation where they're being uh, persecuted just for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and maybe. so they're having to hide it and they're feeling like they're hated by massive amounts of people yeah. because specifically because of their magic. Good point. Um, whereas Harry, even though these interesting things were happening, he was starting to realize he was parcel tongue, this kind of stuff. I don't think he realized these people hate me because I have magical powers. Yeah, because yeah. the Sudanese girl was in prison because of her magical ability. Right. And this guy was obviously in an extreme anti-magic situation. And I think the person knew that he was like special. Or like it, some, yeah. in some way he knew that he was supposed to be because of his like lineage. Yeah. But maybe mm-hmm. he didn't know. It'd be kind of cool like if they explain a little bit more is that was he consciously like doing that in the beginning of the movie? I don't think in the beginning, but at the end I feel like oh, he, he for was sure sort of, yeah. Oh, see, and and I see it kind of like um, 
Like if you think of like little kids psychology when they're really mad at stuff, how they can just kind of lash out. Yeah. And it's not like they know that they're doing it, but it's not like their intention wasn't to break this thing yeah. or to hurt somebody. Or to it's murder just, a person brutally. Uh, they can't figure out how to deal with their emotions. Yeah. Um, and so that's how I read into it. And I just thought this poor child is so tortured that he's throwing temper tantrums and not realizing probably until afterwards and then probably feels even worse about it and spirals even more downhill mentally that, oh, man, I just killed a bunch of people. But so filled with hate and fear that... Now thinking about it, that explains a lot why probably Americans would be very scared of uh, totally. and yeah if you don't get your magic on you'd suddenly become a giant uh, murder cloud <laughs> yeah. yeah that's pretty scary <laughs> like it's like they would persecute them because they were scared and the more scared they were of them the more they like the wizards would try to hold it in and then all of a sudden it would be like escalated mm-hmm. to like a hundred and everyone's dying yeah. really fast that's cool. That's what happened in uh, the Harry po- Roanoke and the Harry Potter universe. Yeah. <laughs> a murder cloud killed them all. Well, that's, I, Newt even has a, a a line in there where he says like you're no mat like he like your muggle to wizard relationships are really messed up yeah. here in America. Yeah. Like he just calls it out. He yeah. doesn't like it, and that that was cool. I liked Ezra Miller. I liked everything that was. I mean, I didn't like what was happening to him, yeah. but like I I liked that side of the story that was mm-hmm. happening, and how Colin Farrell was kind of like how he was manipulating him, mm-hmm. and like that was really interesting. The thing that bummed me out was that Colin Farrell. He's one of those actors that I always like really like in things, but he just disappears and he's like not on the radar. I don't know. I've never looked into like gossip of reason why he doesn't do that. Yeah. But like seeing him leave this bummed me out. I yeah. was like, he's a great actor. He was really good, mm-hmm. and I, it would have been really fun to have someone on the force that like switched sides and he left. But that weird Scooby Doo reveal of basically this is Hitler, right? This is magic Hitler. And he came, instead of, like we were talking about it before, instead of like staying in Europe and like building forces and everything, he's like, I want to get America. So I'm going to disguise myself as a detective and go on the force. But it's like, I get, like someone explained, like he's infiltrating the US side of it so he could build forces over there. I thought that that part was like, I get you wanted some kind of resolution with Grindelwald because you're building him up and it wouldn't make sense if you didn't say anything about him by the end of the movie it was just strange that he was fucking up germany and then he ran away to new york to be colin farrell he's all over man that's one of those things that felt like there to build up the franchise that it's like because people that didn't uh, don't follow harry potter were really confused about the grindelwald stuff oh i'm sure because he was barely mentioned in the movie yeah and then suddenly like he's the the reveal of big band also we now have hitler in prison like we have like what happens now? Like, and Johnny Depp was looking a little rough. I don't know. I just have a. I kind of have a personal problem with Johnny Depp right yeah, now. I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't care for Johnny Depp in films right now, which is so sad yeah. because mm-hmm. I used to love him so much. Same. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm very cautious about his performance moving forward. In yeah. Movies. So, in the books, Grindelwald and Dumbledore have a good. Have a rela- have a well not good they have a relationship. Right? So if if you look at I, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, yeah, um, and if you look at Tales, Tales, well, I guess not so much Tales. Cursed Child is where you're going to pull a lot of this from. Um, but yeah, it J.K. has come out and said that Dumbledore had feelings uh-huh. for Grindelwald, um, but that those feelings were not reciprocated. Mm-hmm. So I'm oh. hoping we'll get a flashback and get to see a little bit more of that story because they yeah. were really close friends making plans together when they were younger. Yeah. Um, and as Grindelwald's plans became more and more ambitious, Dumbledore was like, this is not okay. Then we have the entire story with the death of Dumbledore's sister, like all that kind of stuff 
plays in together, and I'd like to see more of that. That'd be really cool because, like, as teens growing up and, like, you know what? I'd be a pissed off wizard. I'd be like, wait, why the fuck are we hiding? Why would we hide all of this magical things that one could make the world better? Yeah. Like, and like we we wouldn't have to live in secret like we do. Like, there yeah. are good reasons to come out like that. But then you could have like really fun stories that would be complex for Dumbledore. For I'm spinning into the microphone, <laughs> but uh, uh, both with his sexuality and his like powers, like mm-hmm. there could be a lot of reasons why he'd be like, no, we can't. The world doesn't accept things like yeah. this so easily. Like it, it doesn't. See, there's a cool. That's a cool story. See, and I don't know if we're gonna get that. In that's a movie. the stuff that I'm excited to see mm-hmm. out of this because for me, even though I know that we've said that, like in this first one, Newt's our main character. Mm-hmm. To me, Dumbledore, the Dumbledore Grindelwald storyline is the main storyline. Yeah, and maybe I'm totally wrong in thinking that. Like maybe I'm oh, way in this off movie? base. In this movie? Uh, in this arc. In this arc. In okay. this five movie arc. Yeah. Um, maybe I'm totally wrong in thinking that and I'll be crazy disappointed. Yeah. But for me, that's the five movie chunk that I'm looking to see. So I see this as setting that up rather nicely. And I didn't mind the Scooby-Doo ending because if you think about Sorcerer's Stone, that's the big Scooby-Doo ending. Yeah. That Voldemort's the there the whole time. When Quirrell yeah. takes yeah. off his turban yeah. and you're like, oh my God, he's been on the back of his head the whole time. Yeah. Like, that's really what that is set up that's to be. That's true. Who do we want to play Dumbledore? <laughs> Damn it. It's very true. I just, as <laughs> as an adult, I was like, oh, sh-. I was like, really? It's him? Yes. Like, it's him? Like, really? Like, that's it? <laughs> Who do we want to have play Dumbledore? Who do we want Great to play question. opposite Johnny Depp? I thought you were going to say Greg Kinnear. Greg I was Kinnear. like, I do not oh, see no. Greg Kinnear as Dumbledore. You know, we have to think in at this point in the timeline, if it does continue on, we're looking for someone that can play around age 45. Yeah, because he was Newt's professor. So obviously Dumbledore right. has been around for a minute. And so it has to look older than Eddie Redmayne. Yeah. Not as old, old as Dumbledore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I I don't know. I was reading a bunch of different people's theories on who could play him. And I'm like, I I would be a big fan of a Jude Law Dumbledore. Ooh, but I think Jude that's, Law I would think be that's good. a sleeper hit. I don't think a lot of people are into that. But you want someone that has that ambition so you believe that they started this journey with Grindelwald. Mm. You believe that they have the ambition to become an incredibly powerful wizard that one day is the only wizard in the world that Voldemort's afraid of. Mm-hmm. So you need someone that has that that darker edge yeah. to them, but also has the twinkle in their eye and the lovable nature of Dumbledore yeah. that we see later. Mm-hmm. I just was thinking of English actors, and this is a horrible casting. <laughs> Martin Freeman. Oh, that would be awful. <laughs> it would be awful. I'd it love would... to see him in one of these I movies. love Martin yeah. Hey, listen, yeah. listen he, he has to do, listen, he's Watson. Uh, he was in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. He was Bilbo Baggins. He's got to hit all the British uh, landmarks. Yeah. You know what I mean? I so. mean, they had every British actor in the Harry Potter movies. Like, you got to, come on. Get him in there. Not all of them. Martin Freeman and Benedict Cumberbatch are both sitting out. I know. Yeah, so far. Soon. Hey, Benedict so far. Cumberbatch could be Dumbledore. It's, a lot of people have been putting it. That doesn't that. surprise the me. The only reason that I'm not a fan of that is because yes. I'm like, he's Doctor Strange right now. Like, he's Doctor him... Strange and also, yeah. he's, <laughs> he's uh, not much older than Eddie Redmayne. He's a, he's a comparatively... Oh, are you kidding? I think he's a lot older than Eddie Redmayne, isn't he? We're I don't know Benedict's age. Yeah. Martin Freeman looks older. And like that's why I'm like, he could play like a 40, 45-year-old. Well, and Eddie Redmayne is what, early? 30s but I think plays younger oh okay Mm -hmm. Um, where I would say that to me Benedict Cumberbatch is late 30s early 40s ish Mm -hmm. in how I read him on screen overall like he's gonna look up the age really quick he's 40 Benedict 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 Cumberbatch is 40 40. that makes sense he fits that 
I think he fits that mm-hmm. a little bit better. Or I know a lot of people have suggested Fastbender. A lot of people have suggested McAvoy. Mm. Uh, James McAvoy would be pretty good. And Johnny Depp is 53. If right. we're trying to so get age range. you want someone that plays kind of... around the same age. Yeah. Damn. Hmm. Yeah, I, I go with James McAvoy. If he was like a little younger than Grindelwald, like you can maybe age him up a little bit and like he could be good. James McAvoy's a good actor. He's but, a really uh, good actor. But in terms of this movie, um, I think the strongest part is when they got uh, from the case all the way to... I think it started to lose it when they kind of when they did the Scooby Doo reveal. That's when I lost it in the movie okay. because no. everything else in that was pretty solid. Like they had the cool relationships with uh, between the Queenie and Jacob, which was really cool. They started to build up Newt a little bit better and make mm-hmm. him a little bit more human. And you're like, okay. And then they kind of lost it near the end, and I didn't really buy it anymore. But um, and the reveal for oh, Credence. Oh, fought so hard for Credence that didn't win you. Over. No, no, it did. And that... then I I lost it after that okay. when he when he walked away, and I was like. I think, <laughs> I think that his character probably, if we knew his character in real life, mm. would be a person that it takes a while to get to know and like. Yeah. And so I'm okay that it might take a while in the yeah. five movies. To I, I, think, I thought his best. I thought his best scene was um, was when he was trying to talk to Creedence. I w- at first I was a little like, do we? How many uh, quiet twitchy guys do we need in one movie? <laughs> uh, and then, uh, but when he was trying to reach out to him, I thought uh, it uh, it was very touching. Well, when he was trying to like, hey, can I can I get close to you? It's like, listen, don't anybody screw this up. He's doing a really good job here with yeah. getting close to Creed. And because he had said he had had that experience with the little girl before. Yeah. And I was like, he's the right man to do this. Let him go. That's yeah. when I started connecting with him. When he talked about the student, like the, the girl in Sudan and was yeah. like, fuck, you had to watch a nine-year-old die. And you tried. You were basically with the way I pictured in my head when he was describing it was that he was pulling the obscurial out of her to yeah. like save her life but she died and he was left with this, this evil gross, yeah. that was left and it was like it's a and, reminder he can't it, let it go he has to study yeah. it and figure it out and, and like he said he can't do, it can't do anything without her yeah so i couldn't help but feel a matt smith would have really knocked it out of the park for newt matt smith would have been really good mm. and no he wouldn't be a good he would not be no, a good he's, too, he's a baby yeah he's a baby he's a baby i can't you know, he's got a weird age i can't Let's, figure out what his um, age is. um second doctor David Tennant? Yeah. What about him? For Dumbledore? Yeah. He's already been in the Harry Potter. Damn it. That's right. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> Will we see a young... Is there a chance we could see a young Voldemort? He'd have... That'd be... When yeah. is Voldemort... Tom, Tom Riddle? When is he, when is he a thing? Mm. After Grindelwald. Yeah. Right? Okay. Well, You'd right. have to be like at the end of the fifth movie and you get a tease for the next... Like the yeah. next like group of movies. Well, and I feel movies. like we've also seen young Tom Riddle. Yeah. That's true. We've like multiple times. Yeah. We haven't seen the middle of his life, but yeah. I don't know that this story arc will take mm. us there. Maybe, maybe. I, I would imagine after these five movies, they're going to adapt uh, Cursed Child. Probably. With, and mm-hmm. with all the cast members being the right ages now. Mm-hmm. The second those cast me- the original, like Daniel Radcliffe and the rest, hit that right age, like they're going to make The Cursed Child. Maybe. Yeah. I have not read it. I've heard it's kind of confusing, and mm-hmm. it's pretty split on who likes it. So I am, I don't know. It will be interesting. I have not traveled to England to see it. I know many Potter diehards that have made that journey. Did you read it? The Pilgrimage? Of I've read it. No. Mm-hmm. I made a joke about what I thought was in it, and it ended up being pretty close to what actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's spoilers for another. For episode. another day. Yes. Uh, a few last tweets. Um, Daniel Rivera, Danielle Rivera, at shout out to Danny as a biologist. I loved it. Uh, uh, surprisingly dark with humor made me feel not crazy for yelling, oh shit, at a wizard movie. And. Uh, <laughs> 
uh, Rodolfo Canet at, Rodol- at Rodolfo Canet. Loved it. Some parts were too goofy, but they didn't feel out of place. Grindelwald, meh. Obscurus, meh. The rest, eight out of eight. And then finally, eight out of eight. Eight, <laughs> eight out of eight. It's just a lot of eights. Eight out of eight. M eight. Yeah, he liked it. Uh, I'm I, at Gian Sorto underscore Sorto. I, your name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, love the romance. The story. Uh, love the romance. The story. The reference to the Harry Potter times and the beasts. But can't see five movies. But They're what do you guys? What do you guys think for five? You're you're saying. Dumbledore and Grindelwald. That's that's the that's the story you want. I, that's the story I want, yeah. and I'm I'm like not even considering that the four main characters that we saw in this movie are going to be the four main that we follow through. Do you think I was wondering because like theoretically we could have a whole different cast of characters next time. We could. Yeah, um, I, I feel think like Newt, Newt will probably be a through line. Yeah. in some way, but I don't know that he's going to be as integral to all of it as Harry was to his movies. You know what I yeah. mean? I mean, it is unless they're calling all of these Fantastic Beasts. Like they're tied together with like that title or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever this, whatever the title is going to be for these movies. Newt makes the most sense, but everybody else, like, I don't know, yeah. a bummer. If they don't bring back Jacob, I want I, that's a, that's they probably can't. the biggest appeal. That's they the biggest can't. appeal for me. Break the rules. I I what is I solemnly swear I'm up to no good. Let them know. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see that story too. Yeah. That'd be cool. I like, but that was the coolest for me. The appeal was, I mean, the, seeing the creature is really cool, but seeing a human experience that it, it that was so cool and throughout the movie that was the most solid like that was my favorite story of seeing yeah. just how excited he got and like how like how he reacts to everything it's like that's genuine because yeah. i feel like as an adult i find that more relatable because the totally. odds that i'm secretly going to find out i'm a wizard are slim to none uh-huh. well but, when but, you're a kid you think that yeah. which is why harry potter works so well when yeah. you're a kid as an adult you're like nah like it's I'm beyond those, that. yeah it's not only beyond <laughs> that but it's just like you know you're probably not going to be the main guy but like i could be the guy that <laughs> finds out about all this stuff and like that's and i think that was part of the appeal for the creatures is i think that was one of my favorite parts in the harry potter movies was that the different animals like hippogriff is dope yeah yeah Yeah. and so if all of the stories are tied into beasts and how beasts influence the stories etc then that would be a way for newt to have the through line for sure are there other because obviously there was she wrote an ancillary book fantastic beasts and where to find them that's where this title comes out aren't there other ancillary like filling out the world. Well, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is uh, one of the books uh, that's a required book at Hogwarts. Yeah, that it's Harry a has to get. It's yeah, a but didn't she? Did they released an actual book of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. I don't think so. No, I think it's just the textbook you can go buy. Well, listen, I have guys, it. I worked at Barnes and Noble. Uh-huh. Oh, no, this, no, but that's what I'm saying. That tech, that textbook. Yeah, it's uh, the, the actual okay, book. Okay. But there's no there's story. Other, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But aren't there other not storybooks that fill out, flesh out the world that were released Probably. like Fantastic Tales from Beetle the Bard is the big one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's where you get. That that's where nice? you get the Deathly Hollows inside. Yeah, that, right? that's yeah. that's where people pull a lot of. That and that out. was fun. You saw the necklace, and he's got it. And Grindelwald's gonna get the. He's gonna probably find a wand, or he's gonna find a stone, or a cape, or something. Yeah, wasn't Grindelwald the one that had the wand? The yeah, dude. From? That's what I'm saying. Okay. This is the story that I'm excited to get. I'm hoping we get more. Like when the trailers, we saw guys <laughs> with like Tommy guns and stuff like that. I, I'd be interested to see how the Wizarding World interacts with World War II. Mm-hmm. I'd be interested to see more of that stuff. Yeah, because they're going back to Europe, so there's some fun stories. We probably will get a lot of that stuff, and mm. I agree. I'm stoked for that. Yeah. Be cool. It would have been cool to also see maybe the American school, but I won't get. We they teased it. They We're teased gonna get it. it. I would they like to go. It. What school? I'm Thunderbird. What are you? 
what were they? I don't remember. Pukwudgie, the uh, Thunderbird. I'm Horned Serpent. Horned Serpent. That's what I got. That's what I got. I wanted yeah. the Wampus because it looked cool. But yeah. after seeing this movie, I'm glad I'm Thunderbird. Thunderbird's uh, real cool. Horned Serpent is like a Ravenclaw Slytherin hybrid. I do have to Boom. say, yeah. they took, they stole the ending from Men in Black 2. The ending from Men in Black 2. <laughs> they neuralized the whole city during the rain. And people are crying, and they walk out in the rain, and that's exactly what happens. There's something flies. Oh, they use. Okay, the, I'm not remembering Men in Black too well enough. That's obviously, fine. <laughs> if you go, you don't okay, need to. basically, girl finds out she's an alien, and whenever she cries, she somehow changes the weather in New York and makes it cry, okay. and then she gets taken away into the clouds, and then they're like, "Wait, all in New York saw us doing a thing," and he's like, "Don't worry," and they click a button, and then the Statue of Liberty neuralizes the whole city okay. with a blue light, and I'm like, "That's exactly." That's what happened. Oh, but there wasn't a not exactly. But there wasn't a thunderbird. It's basically shot for there shot. Wasn't like, <laughs> there wasn't like a lovely kiss and they had a kiss in this. Uh, one, Jacob Will and Smith. Queenie. Jacob, Jacob and I'm, Queenie. I am on the Jacob and okay, Queenie train. So Queenie's the they best. They teased that that she comes into the bakery. Yes, right. I love that last shot with his I smile. Know. I'm like, good. And she said before, before he was wiped, she was like. Uh, well, we can't wipe you now. Like, you're one of us. No. So I believe she's willing to break the rules. So I could see their future. Like, she meets him in the bakery again. They hit it off. You guys were saying, well, then she'd have to hide her magic forever. I don't think she would. I mm-hmm. think she'd be, like, just mischievous enough to just, like, wink and, like, shh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, would, then, <laughs> I, I mean, I like that. But I do have to say, it was quick to jump to the a death penalty for uh, oh my yeah. god that was, yes. he was so he was secret Hitler he was that's yeah. why it made more sense but it was now funny that everybody else was on board like all the nurses were like cool alright here exactly we're gonna murder you said. isn't this great look and look what's your happiest memories as you just burn alive <laughs> yeah, or something how dark yeah. and terrifying is yeah. that capital punishment that is ridiculous also, but can I say in that moment I did notice how much that uh, Colin Farrell's character is a snappy dresser I really like <laughs> coat, the coat with the red lining, yeah. and he had the white lapel. I was on board with his fashion sense, and he yeah. had like the big cuffs. Like, on yeah. his, like I was on like, board. Look at all this movement he has. So much movement, it's great. But no, I was like, I, I was like, wait, all they did. I mean, they 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 thought that they he had killed Shaw and they had killed a, no, a nomad. But I was no. like, this seems. Is there no prison here? <laughs> like this seems like a prison. Do thing. they not have an ask him in? That would be cool. That's yeah. I hope I hope we do revisit America. I'd like to. Do we have? What's her uh, Guantanamo uh, yeah. for wizards? Yeah, well, and they drop little hints like here they're called nomads, not muggles. Yeah. Here our school is Ilvermorny, not Hogwarts. Here, yeah. and so th- I feel like they wouldn't have dropped those hints if we weren't going to explore that in please. future films. No. Please, please, yeah, I agree. Please, we JK. want we Americans want our turn. Yeah, well, <laughs> and a lot of people are excited to go to Pottermore, see what house they're sorted into the, in the American school. Like just from a marketing perspective, yeah. the merchandise they could sell around the new houses the new robes like all that yeah. kind of stuff they'd be really dumb not to go there yeah. have you been to universal the wizarding world oh hell yeah yeah i would i, I want haven't. uh right yes. i i want them to make the inside of that suitcase i want that to be a place i can go <laughs> that would like be great can... although it'll probably happen in florida before it happens out here I know. Have you have either of you been to the Wizarding World in Florida? No. It's so much bigger. You know what? Oh, okay. You guys been on the Transformers ride? 
and Universal. <laughs> yeah. It's sorry, it's one of the best roller coasters you could ever go on because it's like such an in like the three D and everything's amazing. That, but you fly into the suitcase and you go you, through. Ch- that. Yeah, check out yeah. the Harry Potter ride. It's a lot. It's oh, a lot like really? that. It's really cool. That's cool. Oh, the, Hog- yeah. the ride in Hogwarts. Yeah. I haven't done it because so yeah. it's a cool mix of like the three D stuff plus actual animatronics. It's uh-huh. really cool. Yeah, it's really fun. I know yeah. a lot of people that uh, get sick on those kind of rides mm-hmm. now so they're like it seemed fun but i closed my eyes the whole time and i'm like no Aww. there were cool practical there were things cool stuff too. i will say around the time of the adventures i'm like okay you need to chill out a minute <laughs> <laughs> this is uh this is getting to me a little bit yeah it does it's uh, ve- it's very intense but it's very very cool i think so, like when you go, start going up around you're like nah, uh-uh. that ride as far as i can remember is pretty much the same uh, here in los angeles as it is in florida um but Florida has like a whole nother section to the park with Diagon Alley and cool. they've got a roller coaster. Like they they've got some more cool shiz mm-hmm. just because we don't have the space out here. That's like very even true. to do the Wizarding World out here, I remember five years before they were gonna do it, they had to like give all the residents in the area the plans of what they were gonna do and yep. Like, it, it's a big deal. Yeah, because Universal out here is, like, right in the middle of a city. Like, right totally. in the middle of a city. So yeah. poorly paid. Like, everything's above, stacked, so you yeah. have to take a million escalators oh, yeah, to get escalators everywhere. To everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because it's actually where the studios are. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's called Universal Studios Orlando, Florida, but the studios aren't there. Like, here, this is the actual Visual studio. studio. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I heard something, I don't know if this is true, but they actually don't... Like, the park doesn't make them money. The actual studios make them enough money that they're able to just keep the park open. Really? Maybe yeah. that's why their prices are so much better than Disney. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Well, final thoughts, guys, on uh, Fantastic Beasts. Should the people go see it or uh, anything or anything you took away from the movie? Do we want to give it a score? Do we yeah. want to score it? DJ, hit us with a score. Uh, we, what are, I don't, how do we what score we things on this? Out of seven. Out of seven. Seven is a magical number. It is. There you go. I would give it, what is a C in that? India. <laughs> five. I give it a C. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Trisha, out of seven? Uh, out of seven, I'm going to give it a... I'm torn between five and a half and six. So mm-hmm. I'll go like a 5.75. I don't think that it was a crazy awesome movie, uh, but I did really enjoy it, and I'm excited to see what comes next for it. I think for anyone who is already invested in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, yeah. in J.K.'s writings definitely go see it for sure there's no reason not to um if you're not and you're thinking maybe this is your first foray i would say just understand that it's like the first piece of a five piece thing. and also go check out those harry potter movies because yeah. there's a how are you not seeing those movies <laughs> well, before going to see so this many yeah people watch the first few harry potter movies and go eh, it's for kids i don't like oh it. man uh, i know and that's you recently like, did it, it yeah i re- i didn't watch them in theaters i recently uh me and my wife just watched all of them oh together. good for you yeah. guys so for me Three is my favorite. Five is up there, um, and then the last one. Not four. Uh, four. Goblet has the, of Fire is four, my favorite, hands down. Four has the coolest stuff in it. Directing wise, it is not as strong as that's some David of the other Yates ones. too. Right? No, that's no, somebody else. No. David Yates started with five. five yeah, and yeah. his first one I really like because okay. that's when you got the whole like uh, Crystal Ball Factory chase and stuff. Like, Deathly oh, Hollows yeah. Part Two is so good. It's so mm-hmm. good. Deathly Hollows Part One. Yeah, yeah. Again, tough. it's the first part of something. Uh, but I don't know mm. if it needed to be. It's <laughs> part of something bigger. I think it could I've, have been one movie. I don't know. I don't know that the payoffs in part two would have been as intense if we hadn't had part one to set them up. Part two is mm. really cool, though. Guys, I like part us, two a lot. Let us know. I give it a solid 
Mm, I gotta be true to myself. I'm gonna go with four point five out of seven. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. And guys, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. You guys figure <laughs> out online what percentages that works out to. I sorry, I only picked seven because there is this long Facebook post and I'll send it to both of you guys. <laughs> or a man, a man on Facebook total idiot and I'm and he just kept like scoring things out of like seven and nine and he would never pick numbers that made sense and then a commenter would make fun of him it's a delight I'll send it to you (laughs) it's a great time but guys enjoy this is a lot of fun Trisha thank you so much for coming on thank you so much for joining us thank you guys for having me it's been way too long since I've just sat down and shot the shit with you two it's it's really fun fun. agreed we should come on again we're gonna talk about other stuff let me know dude I'll Mm -hmm. be I'll come by do a little plug. Where where can they find you? Um, if you guys want to find me, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, or Facebook. That girl Trish with no I in the girl. Nice. Or you can find me on YouTube or Twitch slash Trisha Hershberger. Very there cool. It is. What's your What's the name of the shows on Geek and Sundry again? Or the uh, Foreververse and Brick Battles are the shows I do with Geek and Sundry, and then DIY and Five is the show I'm doing for Kingston Tech right now. Very, Very cool. cool. Yeah. Guys, go check them out. DJ, little uh, plug at DJ Talk Trash on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, my videos on YouTube are going to Wednesdays now. Ooh. Wednesdays at 1230 is when you can check those out. Gotta change it up. Yeah. Gotta switch it up every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Move things around. You gotta. Um, And you can follow me, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Sam Basher. Very easy. You can find me there. But guys, you can actually follow this podcast on its social medias. uh, Twitter, at Only Stupid Answers. Yank the vowels out of stupid. And Facebook and Instagram, Only Stupid Answers. And you can listen to us. We're uh, live Monday mornings. Uh Free commute on iTunes. Yes. Rate and review there. Five stars. Love it. Spotify. Audio Boom. Google Play Music. Stitcher. Stitcher. And a bunch of others. (laughs) That I don't believe... You guys can check them all out, yeah. huh? The, the, I just found out my car has a Stitcher function, so I well, might download it and check it out. There you go, and yeah. also uh, you can check out, out our Reddit. Uh, oh, where, and they you. have they list all our they list all our. I forgot where we're at. someone made us a subreddit. That's it's really great. cool. Yeah. And uh, uh, Dub Dubs, some I believe that's your username. Uh, nope, said it wrong. But I know that <laughs> you know who you are, and I appreciate you. So uh, when this goes up, I'll be in the subreddit, and I'll be talking with you guys. Once it goes up, if you guys have questions, you want to discuss the movie, uh, I'm so glad Trisha enjoyed the movie more yeah. than us. That way we evened it out because we it appreciate you discussion. guys. It well, was. I yeah. feel like I feel like if I came and hung out with you guys more, that would probably be the dynamic overall is I would be the Paula. Mm. We love you know, it. Like, Usually I'm pretty positive. I really, I really like Usually it. Usually he is the positive But occasionally yeah. <laughs> I'm just really wasted. Like yeah. sometimes it doesn't make any sense. Uh-huh. But, yeah. You know. That, it it's a good dynamic. <laughs> it's a perfect dynamic. But I got Trisha, thank you again. Thank guys, you guys, thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you next time. And goodbye.